Once again, we are back. We are back. This is Chris Gotti Lorenzo, and we will be giving him the business with my partner, Don De Niro. Don De Niro. Que hola. Que hola. You already yeah. know. So. I told him from the first show, once he said que hola, I'm going to keep saying it back to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep talking dirty to him. We're going to keep talking dirty. Come here, you little thing. But uh, listen, uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk, um, you know, an aspect of, of our culture also is sports. Of course. You know, hip-hop, uh, football, basketball, anything that has to do with sports, only way especially out the hood. basketball. It's the only way out the hood. What's we can jump shot. We couldn't afford it. That's the reality. Yeah. So if you go back, I, I, always, I, I remember telling uh, Don King, right, um, because he wanted us to do the music for all his fights. This is when he was the number one promoter in the Boy, game. Was... And I said, Don, I don't think your audience is my audience, so I don't think they, you know, the, the people in your audience would want to watch my artists perform or listen to them. I said, take a round, look around the front row. It's all rich white guys, old white men that was in that front row. I mean, you didn't see none of us. Just go back. Go back to the Mike Tyson fight. You didn't see, but if you seen one or two, that's it. Now you see them all over. We control it. We dominate it. It makes it it makes it it makes it cool to see the rappers. That's right. The other ball players in again, it. and it is it, it was something again. It's not like we never wanted to do it. We are now able to do it because yeah. of economics and all these sports and rap. Again, we may not have the Harvard. Harvey guys, we may not have as many, you know, those rocket scientists and math quants that really kind of can change the game in that sense and make money from that perspective, from hedge funds and become a Elon Musk and develop things. We have the athletes, we have the talent, you know, and the talent was what America has given the world. You know, more than anything else, well, we, we talk about we talk about that. what what does America? You know, every country has uh, something that they cultivate a, a human resource or a resource that they what's they, America's they human can, resource that they can export, right? Uh, what do we export? We export culture, black culture. That's it, black culture. Bottom period. Line. Point blank. Bottom, bottom line. line. That's what we sell. From the days That's of what America James, sells from the, the days world. Of, of James Brown to Jim Brown. To Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, Mike Tyson. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, there's, there's, you know, I, I know there's been some pro players also asking their money to get paid in crypto. And just remember that that stadium is shared with the L.A. Clippers. The Lakers share with the Clippers, which means they have to pay twice. They can't get away with just paying the Lakers for the sponsorship of the stadium. Well, they have think, to pay I for think also. the Lakers own it, and then the, the Clippers, they, they kind of, they, they rent out. It's kind of like you're renting a room. They have to get their part because right. you're in that building under their brand. So they still have to get their PC. That's what I mean. So, oh, again, no, it's it, like that. But crypto is not paying one fee. No, They're paying I mean two is, fees is what I'm trying to explain. When, you, when you, you, you have to have it's a powerful move to take over an iconic stadium. <laughs> or to make that they type of deal. They got three statues in the front. Right. Like, God So dang. basketball, and that's and basketball's always on the forefront. The Knicks don't them. have nothing. The Knicks, you know. They have a miniature on. fucking Patrick Ewing. Shout out Patrick Ewing. And if I ever see you again, Pat, we're going to rip that fucking little fucking statue out of that stand in the fucking garden, yo. It's disrespectful. And I can't believe they just didn't 
do you better than that? Well, I mean, again, the, the owners, let's not even get into that guy. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that with the business and the contracts and everything that's going on now, there's a lot of money yeah. to become an NBA player. A ton of player. money. So these so young these young money. High NBA. school kids are getting played. College kid players yes. can get paid now. And then the amount of money and endorsements in the pro level is incredible. Yeah, think of it. You got to talk about some some stuff like with uh, prime time. Deion Sanders, yeah, man, I what mean, he's doing over there. So I think that I root for him because I know in his heart what he's trying to do is the right thing. And he's saying, hey, you guys are great African-American athletes. Right. You're kind of called, you're kind of being, you don't know you're being bamboozled and used to bring all this money and all yes. these. Think about how much money these athletes, they've built their backs on um, not paying these athletes. But when, hey, listen. Let's talk about brand recognition. When I say I'm going to name a university, you name an athlete. <laughs> right or wrong? Right or wrong? University, university I'm, I'm, of Miami. I'm bad with names. No. Hey, University of Miami. I'm bad Any with athlete. names. You say Jim Kelly. You name oh, come hey, on. Florida State, Deion Sanders. Yeah. yeah you right? So when you, look at, when you look at today and days, the, the colleges, when you look at this kid went to Duke, uh, the kid at New Orleans that we're discussing, Zion. Sure, Zion. He went to Duke. Right when you look, how much money did Duke make alone on jersey sales on, on on TV? Tickets. On just okay. So what I'm saying is that I pay to come and, watch them Dukies play, man. And now so them Cameron. I crazies. think the NCAA business plan was incredible. Yeah. Think about this. Imagine From a having rape and pillage standpoint. Oh, no, but listen, <laughs> that is their their business has always been predicated yeah. keep intellectual property, rape and pillage. They owned all the intellectual property of the players. When they sold the game to the NCAA, they wouldn't put the player's name on it, but they put the number and the likeness. Nice. Now they can. So when you look at all the business plays they did, comes down to business. More for me. How is it? One for you. One for me. No, one for you. Two one for me, two for me. Two for you. Yeah. Three, one two three, three for me. Three for you. That's one, it. One two three four oh, for me. right. It. So that's kind of what the players, and I think now the players, the power, the players are starting to get more power. Yes. Starting to understand. I think the uh, inmates run the asylum. Yeah, man. and I think that uh, <laughs> LeBron's agent, his boy, has a lot to do with that Rich. too. Man, Rich shout that, out Rich, man. You know, Rich Paul doing and, great and Maverick, contracts. And Randy, those guys did an unbelievable job with LeBron, his brand, the way they market him, presenting. What else they did is they're showing that we can do it. We're ca more than capable of doing these deals and running these kind of companies. These, and, I mean, unbelievable hats off, unbelievable job. You know, when I watch and look at it, and I know those guys, amazing. Man, the power play is these young men, for the most part, of color. And, again, it, it, yeah. it's not that I always want to play on the race, but it's so important because this is the only way to get out of these situations we're in economically in these environments. And, I mean... You got Zion Williams. I'll just name a few. John Morant. Oh, my God. What he's doing out oh, he's with the Memphis his, Grizzlies. He's having a great year this year. You know, you know what I'm saying? Again, a Trey Young, unbelievable cash, just cashed out last year. Max contract, over $200 million. The kind of wealth we're talking about is unbelievable. Yes. But just playing basketball. A, a guy like a Zion, I'm very disappointed because he's overweight and you're making too much money 
to not be in shape to play basketball. He's having a lot of physical like injuries. Well, and his problems. foot is because he's overweight and the pressure of his body, you know, probably from his strength. He's just so strong. Did he rip out his shoe in college? Yeah, when he ripped out his shoe, I said that's there's a problem there. Yeah, because that's not a default in the shoe. It's just the guy is just cock strong. Pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But again, I'm disappointed because, you know, when I look at superstar athletes, which is what he was touted out to be, one of the superstar athletes, I look at um, they still do it and they make all the money. LeBron James is making more money than any of these guys. And he's still outworking. I think he's you. making more. He made more of endorsements than he did off his salary, correct? Yes. And, but he's outworking you. He's still there. Like, to me, that's what makes a star the star. Yeah. So you can't want to be a star if you don't put that work in. And money becomes obsolete. You know, um, what good is the, you got a max contract. You're getting all your endorsements. Now it's just play ball and, and, and do the best you can as this star athlete. And that's what these young kids are bringing to the table now that I love to see. Um, that energy, again, I'm going to talk John, John Moran. A Anthony Edwards, uh, again, special, special talent. And no one talks about me. They're in these small markets. He's so from he's Minnesota? In Minnesota. Oh, he's a piece. So he's in with uh, Carl Anthony Towns yeah. and Russell, uh, you know, what's Russell's, uh, what's his name? Uh, from, he was with L.A. Damn. Not Westbrook. <laughs> uh, but Russell is out there with him also. I'm sorry, Russ. My fault. My mind is going crazy. It'll come to me. Uh, and at the end of the day, he is going to be one of these star players in this league with this max. But the reason I bring it up is because it changes lives. His family, the family that is under them, their, their cousins, their, all could, will be affected by it's this generational type wealth. That's generated with these young players. That is what isn't so important. When I talked about the, the the boxing ring and them fighters change, you don't see you see all of us around that ring. That is what I'm talking about. How can we ever catch up if we never was in the game? And this is only again a small fraction of a way we could get generational wealth. It's not what we all should be thriving to because we all can't be. Michael Jordan. No. Impossible. You know what I'm saying? So we have to figure other ways out. But this is will lend this will lead you right to it because, you know, in, in business, everyone needs uh assistance, help. No one does it by themselves. So it's the same in sports. It's no different than a basketball player. Someone had to bring his ass to fucking practice, pick him up, all of those things, get him home making sure he's getting there on time, giving them money so he can eat. Someone did that. Right. Who's helping them handle it? Because just because you have an idea, you still need to know how to execute it without wasting right. all your money and, and bringing that right, doing that right. And that is my biggest concern. I know I went to David Stern when he was the commissioner, and I asked if I could be one of the people to talk to the rookies coming in because I had financial people that I know out for their best interests, that are trustworthy, right. good advice, you know, and I wanted to make sure they heard it from someone like me who might have ran through every fucking dollar he had <laughs> when he first got it because right. he didn't know what to do. Like many I didn't have mommy and daddy to teach me, and this is what they're facing for the most part, and that is why 
it's so important for someone like me to have these conversations with them when they have this opportunity in front of them and make sure they understand how serious that is. But if you, you know, you take care of you, look, any sport, you could get hurt tomorrow. God forbid, but that's the face, that's the reality you face playing sports. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, there's a risk-reward aspect. Of course. These are, you know, so you have to understand that you got this opportunity today. It doesn't mean it'll be there tomorrow. And, I mean, there's tons of uh, athletes that we could name that I'm sure never thought they would be hurting out and not in the sport that they love, that they thought they was going to dominate. I mean, I think you know, that... Jason that, Williams, one of my boys right there, he had a motorcycle accident and, and couldn't get back. Played with Duke in Chicago yeah. and just couldn't get back because of the accident. I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's men playing the kids' game and I think when the money gets involved, you know, they forget to kind of, you know, they're still doing what they love. I mean, it's still, you know, I mean, some are making more than others, right? There's 12, sure. 13 guys on the roster, but at the end of the day... You know, they still do, you know, to be blessed to continue to play and do what you, you know what I'm saying, what you to love. do what you love. These owners are not going to spend all this money and then have a guy like Ben Simmons in Philadelphia, who's a max contract, sitting out because he's saying to fans and he doesn't want to play in Philly. There's going to be repercussions and consequences behind all these actions. Same, you know, even with uh, Kyrie, as much as I love Kyrie, that's a, you know, him not taking the shot. If he's getting fined, it is what it is, and that'll be that. But they're going to make rule changes, I guarantee it, going forward. Because as an owner of any business, and it could be any one of them, if they own something, they're going to want it their way right. as the owner. So these owners in sports, they get a, a bad name for some of the things they do, but it's not, it's not always right or fair. Because as an owner, if I'm an owner of a company... I want to run it my way. But you know, there's always risk in players when you whether you oh, draft yeah. them, whether you know, you know, I mean Kobe had a, a crazy scandal at the beginning of his career and they stuck with him and he was able to overcome those things, right? So sure. you're always going to have I think when you're investing in art and in whether it's artists, we go through that, whether you're investing in artists, yes. in athletes, it's unlike any other investment because if me and you buy a building We'll go home, whatever. In the worst case scenario, hey, the lights are out in the building, but you can go with the tangible thing you can see. When you have an artist or you have those feelings involved, let's see, if you sit down and the guy does everything great, he's a good kid, and all of a sudden he goes to the right city, Chicago, and all of a sudden you leave him alone, you come back three weeks later, there's like six different holes around him, <laughs> and they all got Rolexes. Hold on. Hey, wait a second. I'm just saying, I'm saying decisions. What I'm trying to tell you is that there's real, life, there's real life decisions that these young athletes have to make. Whether it's eating the right foods, what clubs they hang out on, what women they have in their lives. At what age? At any age. That How old are these young athletes? 22? They're, they're babies. They're babies. Yeah, they're babies. So what I told David Stern, again, you're touching right where I went because I said, how can you stop it? Give this 22-year-old all this money, success, from playing a sport that they love. They want to go fuck it up. They want to enjoy it too. That's why they worked so hard. Yeah. So I understand that's how, that's why I said it needs to be someone like me because I understand why. Why you want to go see Jacob the Jeweler yeah. and go buy What Kanye West say? He said, I bought a Jane 25000 before out of the house and I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reality, yo. 
that these athletes are dealing with, and I understand culture, it. I think it's the hip hop culture. No, they grow up in hip hop. No, I'm saying they grew up in hip hop. I'm, I'm it's wanting the things. culture or environment they grow up in. You're if if I don't let you live, and and just because you get to again now college athletes are making money, but let's go before they did, and you go through fucking high school, no money. You're 18 years old. Go to college. You got to play. Let's say two years. Fuck it. You're 20. 21, 20 years old, 21 years old, never having no money, but everything is given to you. The minute you have your own money, you want to go do something. You might want to go fuck that bitch that you've been begging to fuck. Now you got some money. You want to go take her out somewhere. You might gonna go buy your mother a house. You know what I'm saying? That you might not be able to. That car you wanted. That car. You're gonna do these things. You're gonna travel some. You're gonna hit the club and fuck it up with your boys, whatever, because you never did nothing. That's why it's so important to allow them, but it needs someone to teach them to make sure they don't just go overboard and speak to them. And I know the NBA has people involved that do, do that. I just don't think it's the right people, in my opinion. Um, you know, everyone has their motives, and that's the problem. I have no motive. I don't give a fuck. I just want to educate. So when you're educated, it isn't about. It's not about a motive. It's about making sure someone knows and has yeah, the knowledge and, and the information. Them. That's it, and empower them. That's my whole goal for all of this shit. You know what I mean? To make sure they know, and that's you know, with these athletes and these contracts, the great job they're doing. It's more about the opportunity they have for their family and to change their whole life forever, forever, ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, again, it's opportunity. Doing something you love, you know, yeah. and being able to, to, to change. That's generational wealth. You can yes. change your family forever. Unbelievable what they Go do. Bills, Go Bills, Go Bills. <laughs> and on that note, we are out. Another great episode. No cap. You know what I'm saying? No cap. You know what I'm saying? Just, again, remember, we'll be here. Chris Gotti, Lorenzo, Don De Niro, here to give you the business. Sweetie. And everything we're doing.